Hello again, Timberwolves fans. Are you ready for the explosion of Timberwolves basketball? It is Friday, March the 29th, 2013. This is episode number 98 of Timberwolves Explosion. I am your host, Paladino Joey. And with me for the first time, the people's champ, Vince Germano! <laughs> Good to be with you, Joey, from the future. Oh, yes. It is, it is the 30th here. Mm-hmm. I am. It's back to the future. And I can tell you in the future, the Lakers still suck. <laughs> yeah, they do yeah, right now, unfortunately. <laughs> not not quite as bad as our boys, though, but I guess it's injuries, bad coaching, all the above for everybody right now. Just one of those one of those years, mate. One of those years. Yes, it is. So, yes, uh, the courtside's Vince Germano has joined Timberwolves Explosion. I'm very excited to have him on board. So that's the voice you're hearing. Of course, welcome aboard courtside listeners that may be listening for the first time. So it is uh, very exciting to have you on board. Well, how could they not be listening, Joey? <laughs> yeah, yep, that's the... That's I'm, the like, I'm, like the I'm like the main man of courtside, aren't I? You're, you're the people's champ. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes, the people's champ has arrived. I'll do, I'll do my best. Mm-hmm. Thank you, thank you. <laughs> so, as like a per the the format change that we did last show, back to kind of what we were doing back in the fall, we're talking league first versus uh, versus the wolves to kind of well generate, I guess, more listeners <laughs> during the way the team has been playing of late. So, I guess right now, Vince Germano, a well-known Lakers fan, yes. So, <laughs> how do their playoff chances look right now? Well, look, I'm expecting them to sneak in, mm-hmm. but I mean, gee whiz, we make it, we're going to face, what is it, Spurs? Right now, yeah. Yep. I mean, I'm expecting a sweep. That's that's honest <laughs> truth. I'm expecting a sweep. I mean, our coach uses a seven-man rotation with this kind of age that's on a roster. Yeah. That's crazy. That is just crazy. You need... You need on a team that's this old, you need bodies to give guys rest, to feel fresh coming into the fourth quarter. And that was our problem yesterday, I felt. Just guys went flat, no energy, and we paid for it. You know, we're constantly letting guys in. Teams come back in. We, we get had a 10-point lead and we blew it again. It's just, uh, but the upside is hopefully D'Antoni does get fired. <laughs> yeah, that could be what's could be. I mean, they almost have to at this point, it seems like. Yeah. Uh, Look, Almost. Joey, you're, you're running the Lakers. Mm-hmm. You've got this roster. I know they've got injuries, but you've got this roster. You, you go to the playoffs and you go first-round exit, you're not going to be happy. No. No, definitely not. Especially the expectations going into this season were off the charts. I mean, I, was it, I believe, both, yes, both me and the forecaster picked the LA Lakers to be the world champions this year. Kobe's and, sixth ring. Mm-hmm. Oh. Uh, well, that's just uh, mm. that's just a dream now, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, it's light years away. <laughs> yep, yep. Oh. No, I don't know. D'Antoni, you know, like Jim Buss, he he chooses D'Antoni over Phil Jackson. And, and I heard Cupshack say the same thing. Like, we didn't think Phil would coach more than two years. Well, you, you're going around saying Kobe's only got two years left. So what's the problem? Yeah, that's the key. The whole key is two years, two years. Well, you know, it's like, come on, people. And then Nash probably two years also. So... Exactly. So, I, I, that, to me, that doesn't make sense, and it just infuriates me more. <laughs> mm-hmm. And 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 uh, 
Uh, D'Antoni isn't really that much younger. He's, what, maybe eight years younger? I suppose that's kind of a bit, but still. I mean, he's still in his 60s already, and some guys quit before that. <laughs> yeah, exactly right. So I just think, you know, down the road they're going to look at it and regret the choice of Mike D'Antoni. It's, it's looking that way. And what's funny is the whole rotation, like the whole seven-man rotation deal, is the Wolves kind of seem to go through the same type of situation with Adelman. He picks a certain group of guys and then says, sit down and don't get up to everybody else. Kind of sad. Well, it, that baffles me as well, especially, you know, these guys like Chris Johnson, who we, we've, you know, we've talked about it on the Wolves Explosion Facebook page. Give oh, yeah. the guy some minutes. Mm-hmm. It's unbelievable. He's... Yeah, even our, yeah, even our uh, TV commentator, like the the color commentator. Uh, <laughs> Is that Jim Peterson? Yes, yep, that's the one, Jim Peterson. <laughs> I don't know why I'm blanking. That's kind of sad. <laughs> but yeah, Jim Pete, Jim Peterson, for some strange reason. I mean, well, yeah, I mean, yeah, he's even is going as far as to saying, what is Chris Johnson doing on the bench? Why isn't Adelman playing him? So even even uh, guys like that are questioning it. The type of guys you'd think are more, you know, they're inside the wolves. They don't really question anything, you know, that that type of deal. But yep. even he's he's going off like, what is going on here? So, and this is Rick Adelman, the kind of guy everybody thinks is the, this great coach, and he's been good, but uh, we're seeing some warts coming up. Well, if if Adelman does resign at the end of the season, mm-hmm. what, are you, what are your top three choices? I know it's a question without Ooh. notice, but what are, you, what are your top three choices? Ooh. Uh, out of, uh-huh. So, well, say out of, uh, got to pick one who's coaching currently and two that are available. Oh, boy. Well, not Flip Saunders, I guess. No, <laughs> but then again, he might end up coaching our college team here. Just possibly that rumor is really starting to explode right now this afternoon. But okay, uh, yep. Yeah. But uh, geez, that's just tough. Phil Jackson? No. <laughs> uh, I wish that is tough. Uh, Nate McMillan doesn't do much for me. Eh, maybe, but well, he'd he'd improve the defense. But I I didn't really like the way things turned out in Portland. Ay, ay, ay. Uh, one guy, that, one guy that interests me, mm-hmm. Steve Steve Kerr. Really, I, I I just feel like he'd be a really good coach. Hmm. And he'd bring that. He'd bring. He's a winner. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's been a GM, so he knows how that all works. And I think he he'd bring that winning culture. That's an interesting thought. Yeah, I mean, he's one of those guys. He's he's been a GM, and then he made that crazy Shack move and hired Terry Porter, and then. So I guess mm, <laughs> he's one of those guys that maybe he's got Kevin McHill syndrome where he's not good at running a team, but he could coach, I guess. <laughs> I dare say that. Huh? I love I love Kevin McHale as coach. I thought he did really well when he coached the team for a bit. I did too. I actually wanted him to stay. And then, then they bring in David Kahn, and it's like, you know, their belief systems are going to be completely different. And Kahn's going to be like, you know, all these guys you drafted? They're out of here, you know, and then you like you just knew that wasn't going to work. So that's kind of what took place, unfortunately. Well, David Kahn, that's another story we'll be bouncing with, I'm sure, at some point during this episode. Uh, Kevin McHale's a guy I would like to coach the team, I guess, for a current coach, but I'm guessing he won't be leaving Houston anytime soon. Nope. Mm. Why am I? I can't seem to think of any anybody Jeff, other. Jeff, huh? Jeff, Jeff Van Gundy. Oh, yeah, uh, Jeff. Oh, yeah, Jeff Van Gundy is a good choice. Uh, Stan Van Gundy, yeah, he's had his ups and downs. I kind of, I mean, I, I like Stan Van Gundy, actually. He, 
might have a shot. Je- Jeff Van Gundy, I think, is the better of the two, in, in my humble opinion. Yeah, I agree with you there because I think Stan's more of a screamer. And yeah. if you look, look at his coaching records, he, he only stays about three years at each club, three or four years. Because mm-hmm. eventually the screaming, the players tune it out. Yeah, that's the key. And then Shaq even made a statement, Not uh, was it during last season? It was about yeah. the whole Stan Van Gundy thing where when you have a good team like that and they're together for like a six-year span with the coach and with this, the same coach and they don't seem to progress, then it's time to fire the coach and go in another direction. Otherwise, yeah. you just burn out the players and, you know, next thing you know, you're the Timberwolves with Garnett. <laughs> like, damn it. <laughs> but, yeah. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Every, every coach's got a shelf life. Mm-hmm. Like, on, honestly, I, I was going to do that with – I would have done the same thing with Flip Saunders after they got swept by the Dallas Mavericks back in, I believe it was 2 It's like, enough's enough. It's time to go to another coach. As much as much as uh, Flip Saunders was, was loved in this town, I thought it was time to move on as well. Yeah, yeah. Well, I remember, you know, that, at that time I was a lot younger than him now. And, um, yeah, I really liked Flip. As as the coach, and you know, you you just seem to find some players that, that got the team into the playoffs for the first time. Then a couple of years later, you're in the Western Conference Finals against my boys. Mm-hmm. That was that was a fun season, and then and then Sam Cassell's back went out. Yeah, uh, yep. that, 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 a hell, that was a hell of a team you guys had. Mm-hmm. It was. I really enjoyed that season. Fifty eight wins. Yep. yep. Next, next year's the ten year anniversary already. Oh, we're getting old. Wow. <laughs> We're getting really old. Thanks for depressing me. <laughs> Sorry about that. Yeah. yeah that's a, how about we get in our 30s? Yep. <laughs> oh, man. That's, oh, that's... Lord. Yeah, it was good times. Mm-hmm. So what were your thoughts on two things, I guess you could say? Uh, shoot, Vince, or excuse me, <laughs> uh, Dante Jones, foul on Kobe, and then, of course, Kobe's foul on Rubio. So those are kind of two conflicting things right there. Kobe's completely different attitude on both of them. <laughs> that, well, look, the, the Dante Jones foul, uh, look, I, obviously I agree it was a foul. Mm-hmm. Was, it, was it deliberate? Mm-hmm. I just don't know. I mean, how, how can you tell? Yeah, it, it kind of seemed like a clumsy kind of foul, like when you think just getting in the way type of deal. I mean, I've been followed that way. I've landed on my ankle like that. Oh, it hurts. Yeah, I mean, look, <laughs> I, I've watched it. And, you know, at least 10, 20 times. And I just, okay, he does stick his leg out a little bit, but mm-hmm. at the same time, he's sort of leaning back thinking, oh, you know, he's getting a shot off. So, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, would would he really go out there and say, I'm going to stick my foot under Kobe's leg so when he lands, he hurts his ankle? I mean, mm-hmm. could have broken an ankle if you're doing things like I just don't think he'd do that. But then again, who knows? Yeah, it's one of the the only thing I would think of is the uh, the history between the two. He he's tripped Kobe before. Like maybe he was just trying to mess with them, but maybe not actually hurt him. <laughs> there actually, I, that's, there that's, I say. that's that's a good point. Actually, he might have just been trying to you know just trying to mess with him, maybe knock him over or something, but not actually injure him. Yeah, get in his head a bit, but mm-hmm. probably mm-hmm. playing backfired. Yeah, big time. So it turned into a big giant ESPN kerfuffle, as they like to call it. Uh, I just can't wait till they meet the next time, mate. Because I'm pretty sure Kobe's got—he's already marked that uh, that date on the calendar. Oh yeah, he made sure he made sure to mention that too. He said, what was it? <laughs> "How did he say it? I can't believe I got to wait a year to get revenge." That's how he said. 
Love that. He's just got to hope Dante Jones is in the league. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, yeah. <laughs> he was one of those. Yeah, he's one of those bottom, you know, bottom end defensive specialist types. I guess you could say. Ronnie Brewer, the guy I like. Uh, yeah, yeah. I miss you, him. You, you guys, yeah. You, I was going to say you guys had Ronnie Brewer. Hmm? You guys had Ronnie Brewer. I was going to say that. I couldn't remember if he was at Timberwolves or not. I think uh, for a very short time, I believe. Forget yep. what it was though. Now, I mean, this. Yeah, it, like, it must have been for a really short time. Yeah, it was like half a season or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very, uh, very nondescript as they call it. But now, geez, I, I mean, I would have taken him. We need a defensive shooting guard, and we don't have we don't have a shooting guard on the roster. So it would be a nice <laughs> fill in. Kind of lacking yeah. in one department. Hmm? Yep, yep. I'm telling you, man. Gerald Henderson could have had him. Could have had him for a song. That was the yeah, that was the thing. I remember mentioning about yep, you're reading that from the Facebook. Yeah, we definitely that could have been done easily, but wasn't even a second round pick, yeah. Yep. It's just Hey mate, Khan, you just gotta wonder what he's doing. Yeah. I'm glad he's your I'm glad he's your GM, not ours. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. Not for long, hopefully. That's the that's the other rumor bouncing around. Yep, yep. That's Flip's possible other job. That okay. you, and I think Flip would make a good GM too. Possibly, yeah. I, I think he could do it. Yep. He'd be a better coach, I think. I mean, he's not a bad coach, but he's he's a playoff coach, but not a playoff winning coach, if that makes sense. I remember Keelan King was going in that on the uh, Rip City Bad Boys show, if you listened to that recently. Yeah, yeah, I do listen to that. Do listen to that. Yeah, I do remember him saying that. Yeah, too much of a jump shooting coach. He's kind of, He's always been that, not like a take the ball to the basket type. So that was my biggest beef. Oh, so now, well, I guess one final thing. What do you think about the Kobe's foul on Rubio? Well, look, I got to uh, agree. It was a foul, but as KB, <laughs> as KB said, we would have won in OT anyway. <laughs> yeah, unfortunately, probably would have because it's like as we bounce around the streaks. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I was, I was disappointed in it, but it's one of those like, oh, you're not going to call it on Kobe, you know, type of type of fouls. Unfortunately, it's just the way the league is, I guess, at times and. It's like the last play of the game. You know, people do get away with a lot of stuff on the last play of a game. Yep. For, but, for yeah, better or worse. But, but what makes it worse is, you know, the NBA again come out and say it was a foul. I mean, yep. you know, I hate that. And we, we talked about it on the courtside show. We, we, what's the point of doing that? It just rubs salt into the wounds. It does. It's like, oh, we could have won the – oh, but too bad you didn't, you know, type of deal. <laughs> yep. Or we could have yes. had a chance. Mm-hmm. That that policy the NBA has got of doing that, they should that should just stop next season. Just don't do it. It it, it angers everyone. Yeah, involved. Mm-hmm. Yeah, on both sides. Like, why are they seeing it now? You know, type of yep. deal. So, uh, so the streaks begin. The streaks. Well, the well one streak didn't didn't end. That's that twenty two game winning streak for the Lakers. <laughs> Versus- yeah, one thing. One one thing we like about the T Wolves, mate, we know it's a guaranteed win. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it is. 22-game win streak versus the Wolves. Uh, still holding my head for that. The heat run well, is ended. Huh? You give us scary moments. You give us scary moments, but somehow we pull out a W. Yep, it's been like that for a while. I mean, it's been like that forever. I, I got to say, it's been like that since <laughs> 1980. No, I'm just kidding. There's no such thing. <laughs> No, basically since Shaq and Kobe got there, it's been like complete 
dominance, complete. Like the Wolves are in it. Here they go. They're ready to. They're going to do it. They're up by ten going into the fourth. Ah, they lost by fifteen. <laughs> what can I say? I enjoy it. <laughs> oh man, it's always like here they come. No, the ball's gone. I, every every time we play you guys, I think of you and Marcus. Just Pitchy is sitting on a couch, just head, <laughs> heads in the hands. Just why can't we win? Yeah, that's what it's like. You know, Marcus does the classic deal where, how can I describe it? He puts his hands and he kind of like stretches his eyes out, kind of. <laughs> it looks funny. And he, oh, I wish I could. I wish I could show you right now, you and the listeners right now. Oh, and he does his eyeballs like wandering around type of look. It's pretty <laughs> funny. <laughs> it's a funny. It's it's just a it's a Marcusism. Uh, he's a funny guy. Yes, he is. Oh, man. Yep, yep. Someday we'll have a trio on this show. We'll have a courtside 2.0. Sounds fun. Sounds fun. Oh, yes. So what about those Miami Heat? 27 consecutive, and it ends in Chicago. Uh, I've, got to, I've got to admit I'm glad it ended. <laughs> you know, that, that Lakers <laughs> That Lakers record is safe, my friend. Uh, yep, of of course, thirty three versus twenty seven. I thought the Heat were going to get thirty. I was hoping they'd go through to uh, San Antonio. Main reason was I was going to put some money on San Antonio, but uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I was surprised the uh, the Bulls pulled it off. I, I mean, I didn't even keep track of the game. I, that's how I, I confident I was Miami would win. But you know, credit to the Bulls, they. Turned the defense up and yeah, which you know, like they just, without Noah as well. Yeah, I didn't know he wasn't playing. I looked at the box scores. I'm like, wow, it's pretty. Yeah, that's pretty strange. I mean, yeah, obviously no, no, Derrick Rose either. Sheesh, it, <laughs> no Derrick Rose, no Noah, and they beat the Heat. But wow, that, but you know what? That just shows what a great job uh, Coach Tibbs does. Yeah. I mean, he, he has this team ready mm-hmm. most, most nights, and he doesn't use injuries as an excuse. You you go out, you play. You play defense, you've got a chance. And uh, it, proven again, proven again with a win. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's what it's all about. I mean, Miami's Miami's whole MO is like their, their defense. That's kind of how they stay, stayed in games and survived and made great comebacks. But, you know, and obviously would shut down teams when they're not playing well and, like, and that's kind of what Chicago has been all about since since Tibbs has been there. Well, Joe, you know as well as I do, you, you play defense and your shot's not falling, the yeah. defense keeping you in the game. Because eventually your shot your shots will fall. Yeah. And good you know, all that good stuff comes from comes from it. Yeah, it's literally that's literally how it is. Say you're starting a team out, you're developing them, the first thing the first thing you want them to be good at is defense, and then hopefully the offense will start trickling in. Well, if right. someone could someone could send that memo to uh, Mike D'Antoni, that would be, uh, <laughs> that, that would be re- if anyone out there has got his email address, just forwarded on to us. <laughs> oh, Mike Antoni. Oh, did I say it? <laughs> yeah, that's it. Yeah, you gotta love that, don't you? Oh, uh, you gotta love it. It's it's just so true. Mike Antoni. I still can't even believe what I'm seeing right now. The Clippers. Yeah, just even looking at it, they're winning the division. They're gonna. Uh, just wow. even looking at that from right now, I still can't believe what I'm seeing. They'll still lose in the first round. Oh, you should see it. <laughs> <laughs> you should see all the smack the Clipper fans talk on Twitter. Oh. 
That's what I don't. That that drives me crazy. It's uh, teams that say their organization has sucked forever and ever. That's why I hate the Detroit Lions in the NFL. Yep. And their fans <laughs> and everything. They suck forever. Then they start to get good, and they get so pompous. Oh my yeah. god. Mate, the, the, the Clippers had the uh, the title one in the preseason. In 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 their eyes, definitely. <laughs> There's no I doubt t- about I, that. I tweeted one guy and said, uh, "Championships aren't won in the preseason, mate. We'll see how far you get." And then you know the Lakers just started off terrible, so I just shut up shop and <laughs> just went back in my box. Mm. Stayed stayed quiet. Mm-hmm. That's about okay. how it's been, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I can't fucking of... break. Uh huh. I can't brag about the Lakers this year. <laughs> no, it's like it's the <laughs> should have been no. a seventy-win team. Okay, I didn't say that. No, no, <laughs> oh, look at me, look at you, look at you. Yes, there we go. I, I got to save that somewhere. You got to get that on a T. You got to get that on a T-shirt. Yep, yep. That's the new promote. That might be the slogan for Timberwolves Explosion. Yes, look at you. And you can send any royalties my way, like three percent, maybe. Oh yeah, three <laughs> percent. Yes, three percent. I'm writing it down. Okay, uh, you um, write it down. That's a contract, a verbal contract. Yes, it is. We gotta, I, I gotta fact it over there. Have oh. my guys look at it. Huh? What's that? Have, have my guys look at it. Oh my yeah. Agent, my agent's Hank, by the way. So just go through him. Hank. Hello, Hank. Hank McCoy. Yes. What is it here? Nine eight. Yeah, quarter past nine. He'd still be asleep. <laughs> wake up, Hank! Wake up! Timberwolves explosion is on. Your actually, favorite. I don't think I don't think he actually does sleep. Oh, really? <laughs> He's, <laughs> He's a night owl. In. He's always going. That boy. Mm-hmm. So, so another streak ends. The Denver Nuggets run ends at fifteen against not the uh, not the Bulls, not the Clippers, but the Hornets. Yeah, wow. <laughs> Look, did you see this streak coming from the Nuggets? No, I mean, you, you could tell they're pretty good, but 15. I mean, that, that in a lot of years, that would have been the biggest streak of the season. And, well, I did not. No, I didn't see that coming. I thought they were going to be, I you, you know, I thought they were going to be okay, but I never saw them, like, winning near 60 games, which they, they, they could be approaching, possibly. I'm I'm right with you there. I, I think I tipped them to win about fifty. Yeah, if they were, if they were lucky, you know. Mm-hmm. But imagine how good they'd be if they just had a genuine superstar or guy they could throw the ball to. Yeah, that's the thing. I mean, they had the superstar, but then didn't have like good pieces around him. And then they yeah. trade the superstar and get all those awesome pieces, and then form a really nice team. But they're lacking the star power. But, but they do remind you a little of that Pistons team of 04, don't they? Yeah, that's a really, really good comparison. <laughs> that really is. Because it's kind of like, you know, Lawson's like the Chauncey Billups. you got other guys. Uh, yep. Danilo Gallinari is a good scorer. Uh, maybe maybe McGee is kind of, sort of, like Ben Wallace, kind of. <laughs> a lot goofier, but... I'm glad you said that, not me. <laughs> I'm sorry, I shouldn't have said that. Oh, I guess he's their version of it. <laughs> he's a poor man's. He's a poor man's Ben Wallace. Let's yep. just say. Yep, yeah, that's that's why they're not going to win the championship because he's the Ben Wallace of the team. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> oh. uh, look, that's that's the only comparison. I, I, I when I watch them, I come up with because yeah, you know, that Pistons team didn't really have a 
designated go-to guy. I mean, I know Chauncey got hot. Yeah, I like man. And Rashid was, you know, it seemed like the two Wallace boys were just rebounding and blocking everything. So, and you know, the Nuggets are, Nuggets are a bit the same with Fareed and, and McGee and Kufus. Yeah, and, and Corey Brewers, the Tayshaun Prince. You know, there you go, oh. kind of a skinny, you know, solid, uh, really good defensive small forward. Who like, was on the T-Wolves t- at one stage. Yep, he was. That's another one we struck out on. He was, didn't play this. Did not play this well at the Timberwolves, which must just just annoy you a fraction. It it really does. I mean, it's a the Nuggets are another Timberwolves two point because they have all these guys that we could have had or <laughs> sucked here. You know what I mean? And then got better elsewhere. I mean, it's a lot of guys. Lots of rumors about Igudala coming here never happened. Ty Lawson was taken by the Wolves, but there was a pre draft uh, deal in place to the Nuggets for like uh, the, the, the next year's draft pick, which was traded again for the next year's draft pick or for cash to fire uh, good old Kurt Rambis. Costa Kufus, Corey Brewer, yep. Man, Khan? Khan? <laughs> okay, I got to do it better. <clears throat> Excuse me. Khan? <laughs> oh. now, now, now I can do it as good as Hank. <laughs> yeah, Hank does it so well. Oh, man. Oh, that guy. Look at me, the copycat. Oh, Anthony Randolph. Yeah, nah, he still sucks. Yeah, he still sucks. You don't <laughs> want Anthony Randolph back. <laughs> Man, that's a that's a bugger right there, Anthony Randolph. <laughs> you got yeah, to lose to the Hornets. That's well, you know what I always say, Joey. You 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 the more games you win, the closer you are to your next loss. So maybe they just went in there a bit too easy. You know, thought they just had to turn up and. They'd roll over the uh, Hornets easily, but it didn't happen. No, it, it, it's one of those deals where I guess maybe they took the night off and then it cost them. Rick Fox calls it the voodoo down there. He, he says, never never get there the night before if you're going to play the Hornets. Yeah. They're, always, mm-hmm. always get there on the day. Mm-hmm. That way you can't go out in the town. I think it's Bourbon Street, is it, down there? Yeah, yep. That's, yep. that's, that's, that's New Orleans. He says, stay away from Bourbon Street. <laughs> it's, the, it's the voodoo, and yeah, he, I think on his his podcast he picked. Uh, I think he, picked, he might have picked the Hornets. I can't remember. But, yeah, he was right. <laughs> if he did, he was he was right. Definitely the Pelicans, <laughs> the Pelicans, soon to be Charlotte Hornets. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, the scary Pelicans. Mm-hmm. I, is, get, I cannot get used to that. No, that. it's pretty strange. I kind of like it just for the fact that it's completely out of the box. It's not a, just totally out of left field. But, yeah, other than that, though, you, you say it, and it's like, nah, 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 I don't know. <laughs> <Is that again? laughs> I mean, the logo looks good. I like the colors in that. But... Yeah. How about the Rougarou? Yes. <laughs> I just that, that the Pelicans just does not. Okay, you can say it a million times. I'll never get used to it. Mm-hmm. It doesn't roll right. It just rolls right off your tongue, doesn't it? Yeah. Yep. yep. Yes. <laughs> some names. Some names do. Some names don't. Yep. Denver yep. Nuggets. Hey. Yep. Minnesota Timberwolves. Yeah. Well, actually, I wanted to ask you what what were your choices for nicknames for the Timberwolves? Oh. Way back in the day, yeah. For right now, the the one that almost got it was the Minnesota Polars, from what I remember. Uh huh. Yeah, don't like yeah. that one. Yeah, it's not that good. That was the other choice. And what's funny is they would have been copying uh, the Minneapolis North High School 
name. Oh. So, I mean, yeah, they're called the Minneapolis North Polars. But... Okay. <laughs> yeah, no, oh, yuck, yuck. Yeah, yeah, that one doesn't do too much for me either. Uh, other than that, they're really, those are the two names that I that I know from history. They don't really list like a ton of them. I wish they did, but I'm guessing they had a big list and then they didn't announce anything until it was Polars versus Timberwolves and um, the right team won. The right name one, I should say. Well, I think so. i got to agree with you there. Mm-hmm. So, anything else you'd like to add before the break, league-wise? Or... Uh, well, just interesting. This morning I read that a um, bit of a rumoured friction between Zach Randolph and Lionel Hollins. Whoa. Yeah, and apparently they've both denied it, and Zach Randolph has come out and said, you know, I, I respect Coach, and... And Lionel said the only thing I had a problem with Zach was that he turned up really late to a, a practice. Mm-hmm. It's one of those things that happens, I'm sure. Lots and of behind-the-scenes stuff. Yeah, and I think the, the media's probably just got hold of it and well, someone's got hold of it and ran with it and there's really nothing in it. Well, I hope there's nothing in it because I, do, <laughs> yeah. I, do, I don't mind the Grizzlies as a team and I like Zach and Hollins is a pretty good coach, so hopefully it doesn't derail anything. Yeah, that's a team that didn't fall apart either after training away there. You know, not as big of a superstar, but a star. They traded him, but they stayed good. A la Denver Nuggets. Stayed good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Look, look, the only problem is, I said this to Hank the other day because he's a Grizzlies fan, as you know. He, he, yep. The only problem I've got is, you know, they're guys like Randolph and, and, and Prince and, and Tony Allen, and they're all wrong side of 30. You know, Gay was still young and athletic, and so the next few moves they make over the next couple of years are going to be key to keeping that team as a contender. Yeah, I can't believe they are over thirty already. All those guys. It seems like yesterday a lot of those guys were pretty young. Yeah, I Sheesh. still remember. I still remember Zach Randolph at the Blazers. It doesn't seem it was that long ago, but yeah, yeah, he was. He was kind of like a la Jermaine O'Neal, kind of way at the end of the bench, and then emerges yep. somewhere else, basically. They're not bad. Not bad for a guy who can't jump over a jam team lid, and <laughs> you know, he just just has no vertical whatsoever. He gets the job done. Yep. Just a smart player. Smart player. Mm-hmm. He's he's not bad at all, and you got all those uh, defensive studs, Tony Allen and such. Now oh, they yep. brought in Prince. Ooh, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Prince is one of those guys, he'll fit in on some, well, I guess they are a playoff team, but some team that's trying to win a title and they're, they need that, they desperately need a little defense added, a la uh, D'Antoni's club. <laughs> but I always yeah. thought he'd be a Laker. I always thought he'd be a perfect fit for L.A., but I suppose that's what Meta's job was supposed to be. Yeah, yep. Uh, oh, hey, look, I would have taken Prince because, you know, he fits in that one, two-year window that we're trying to win. Yeah. So. Yeah. LA or Miami. Yep, exactly. All right. So other than that, I guess we'll take our quick break here and we shall return right after this.
And we are back here on Timberwolves Explosion, episode number 98, which is a reminder for all you MP3 player users out there, the iPod, the Android phones, which all you have to do is uh, download Double Twist, and it's just like iTunes, so bada bing, bada boom. And of course, on Windows phones, all you have to do is search the the little uh, store, and you'll find it right away. So there you go, you're ready to rock and roll with that. So now, once again, I am joined by Vince Germano, of course, and we are going to talk about the just the two games this past week for the Timberwolves. We had a game against Detroit. That's right, the Detroit Pistons on Tuesday the 22nd, or 26th, excuse me, 105-82 thrashing in the Palace. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Keelan King probably loved this game. I'm tipping he... he... He wouldn't have. I'm tipping he would have drank a lot of beer. <laughs> he probably did. Oh, this game. It's. It seems like th- this happens like every year. We go into the palace and like blow up for some reason, even when we suck. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe, maybe you, the Pistons. No, I've 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 wrecked that one. Edit that one out, Joey. <laughs> uh oh. Uh oh. <laughs> the editing has begun. It's, right. It's too. It's too early for me this morning. <laughs> Not. <laughs> what, what, I, what I did like about that game is uh, nice even spread <laughs> of, of scoring from, I think he had mm-hmm. at least five or six, possibly seven in, in double figures. That's the good thing. Or, well, with the Wolves, there were four yep. total. I mean, there were a lot of guys close, though, like Kirilenko had nine, Cunningham had eight. I was just laughing at the thought of, like, the, <laughs> I'm looking at the, the quarters, and I'm thinking nice spread, like, ah, you know? <laughs> 38 to 16 third quarter. I just started chuckling when I saw that, but and I do remember it. Of course, that was something. But no, yeah, there were a lot of everybody kind of was involved in this one, believe it or not. Except, well, Chris Johnson got three minutes. Jelly ball, jelly, <laughs> jelly belly, whatever we call him. <laughs> I, can't, I can't say it is. I'm, I'm just going to run with that. Yeah, I used to call him Michael Gabaldi. <laughs> some, <laughs> what is that? Babylon Five. <laughs> something like that. Uh, mm-hmm. I couldn't help it, but. It's like it's Jellabel, but yeah, those two guys are just pretty much screwed when it comes to Rick Adelman, who is the Antoni two point oh. I don't think he's that bad. Okay, I shouldn't have said that. Yeah. <laughs> I think he's he's working on it sometimes I mean, with his I mean he's been to the finals twice. Yeah, yeah. That's something D'Antoni will never get it close to, so never ever. Yeah. Yeah, it's like I, I almost forget about the first time they went, because yeah, the one they lost to Detroit. Yeah. The uh, the Portland Trailblazers, of course. Yep. Yeah, I almost forget about that one so long ago. But was Detroit? Was this the game Derek Williams had twenty eight? Uh, no, this is the <laughs> this is the other Derek Williams. Oh, unfortunately, that one turned up. Yeah, the the Chicago game was the twenty eight, but then there's the other Derek Williams games where he plays like you know less than twenty minutes, and it's like what what did it, what the heck? Yeah, but he's he's slowly he start slowly starting to get it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, he, he's. But the my thing is, is he is he a four or three? I'd say four, but I mean he has the ability to be a three at times. He's shown some signs of it. Of course, the three point shot, the old like I always compare him to a Houston Rockets version of Robert Ory a little bit. Yep, because he was more athletic back then, and he could hit the three and all that. But uh, ultimately, it seems like he's a four, though doesn't rebound like one. <laughs> No, that's the other thing I was going to mention. He's got to get that desire, get that rebound rate up. <clears throat> yeah. 
Yeah, drives me crazy. Would would you, when Kevin Love comes back, well, next season, obviously, mm-hmm. you could, if there's no moves made, you could potentially go in with Love, Pekovic, and Williams at the three. Would you at least give that lineup a bit of time? I'd, I'd give it a shot. I mean, you have to see what you can, unless, of course, somebody's offering the moon for Derek Williams in a trade trade proposal. But yep. at that point, other than that, you kind of you you have to find minutes for Derek Williams because he can play, as we've been saying on you know on the Facebooks and Twitters and stuff. He he can play. He just has these. I mean, this wasn't a bad game on paper. He actually was two of three from three point range, and yep. but only three attempts. Yeah, that's the that's the goofy part, and then but. I don't know. That's just that's just Adelman, I guess, and the fact we were way ahead, I, I suppose. But hmm. I think, yeah. I mean, I would at least give him time. Yeah. Well, I think uh, one unfortunate thing for Derek Williams is that he was picked at number two. Like if yeah. if he would have been picked at eleven or twelve or ten, people would be going, "Oh, he's turning into a nice player," but because he's been number two, you know, they they want him to just be the man right now. So that's that's what's working against him a little bit, but I, I really think he's trying trying to get it, and I think he is slowly getting it. And I, the next few years, I think you'll see a really good Derek Williams because apparently his work ethic is really good. Yeah, it it must be because you can you can kind of see it too in his face. Like he's he's got that intensity to him, believe it or not. Yep. <laughs> he he does have it. Like when he has this feeling like he's going to get taken out, he looks like he wants to like. Bite something big time. <laughs> he looks like a, he looks like an angry dog. Yeah, well, I noticed today. He said his confidence is is, is getting there, and and uh, you know, confident. You know as well as I do. When you got confidence out there, you feel like you can do anything. Yep. So let's hopefully, hopefully, he keeps blossoming and keeps going. I th- I think he can. He he definitely has it in him. He's shown signs during the course of the season, and. You know, you have the mediocre games here and there, the the meh games, but they're getting to be less and less, and that's the encouraging part. Yeah, exactly. Right. So, yeah, it's like he's not – he doesn't look like a number two overall pick, but he looks like a top ten, a, a top – maybe top five, but he, he looks at least like top ten, unlike a lot of the other David Kahn picks. <laughs> <laughs> well, look, at the, end, at the end of the day, if he turns out to be a really, really good player, he's he's a nice asset to have. Definitely, you know, I I keep him here. Yep, yep. If we can, yep. So really, the Detroit game, nothing really exciting about it. Just a big blowout for the Wolves. I mean, that's the exciting part, I suppose. But nobody majorly stood out. I mean, yeah, sure, JJ Barea, five of seven. I mean, they had a red hot third quarter, like torching hot from three point range, and then after that, they just kind of went through the motions. Both teams in the fourth quarter, and it was just yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're gonna pick the seventh pick <laughs> in the draft instead of the sixth. Ah, <laughs> oh, that's about it, though. Yeah. So then we head to the game of the week: Tim Rule's explosion versus the People's Champ. Yep. Yikes! <laughs> yep, the twenty seventh, March the twenty seventh. L.A. Lakers win one twenty to one seventeen. And the battle that intrigued me was two of my, well, it was the two of my favorite players in, in this game, and that's Rubio and Pekovic. I really like Pekovic. Mm-hmm, yeah. Uh, double, double. 16 rebounds for Pekovic. Mm-hmm. He's been rebounding really well of late. 
you've got to be happy with that. And oh, man, I could watch Rubio play all day, every day. That kid is the goods. He, he really is. I mean, when he's on defense, he's got his hands in there all the time. Yep. And he's on offense. I mean, his assists are down a little bit, if you can believe it. But still, when he does get his assists, you you I mean it's it's just you know the the eye popping style that does that doesn't exist in the NBA as much as it used to in the in the Showtime era. Yep. I love seeing what 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 you can get out of Rubio with the the assists that he is able to provide. He just he'll he'll get the guys down low for alley oops. It's like you wish this team had more athletic big men. Because <laughs> if he did, man, Rubio might get 18 assists a night. Man, I, I really feel like, and you've you've said this before, and I've I've agreed with you before. He he is the true leader of that club. Yes, and I really feel like he's going to be the one that probably more so than Kevin Love if he stays. That has a bigger hand in turning the franchise around. As in, I think you guys really need a culture change, and he's the perfect guy to do it. He, he's won in Europe a lot. I'm pretty sure he's won a lot in Europe, playing with uh, Barcelona. Yeah. Um, and you can tell that out on the court. He, he just he really wants it, and he's always going around, uh, you know, geeing guys up. I, I remember against uh, when we played you guys, I think it was not this time, the last time, and he told Alexi Shved to, to smile, have fun out there. Yeah. You know, and I thought, man, this kid's only 21, 22 himself. Mm-hmm. And he's he's already such a really good leader and captain. So, man, he's a gem. He's a, I tell you what, he'd look good in Lakey Yellow, Joey. Oh, man. <laughs> him and, him and, him and K-Love. <laughs> yep, absolutely. We'll try, we'll try, we'll, we'll try to Gasol and Howard for K-Love and Rubio. Oh, man. Oh, G- Gasol and who? Howard? Howard. And we'll, and Howard, Dwight Howard. And we'll throw in Steve Nash. Hack of Dwight. Oh, <laughs> but yeah, oh. I'll tell you what, Rubio's jersey worthy. He's going to, um, I've got to get a Rubio jersey. Jersey worthy. <laughs> I, got, I had to I, say that. i got to get one. i got to get one. Mm-hmm. There's the jersey worthy or lone wolf. Yeah, he's going to win it for both of us. I'll just say it now. <laughs> no, we'll even say it later. <laughs> yeah, guess, but yeah, we'll save that one. Yep. Yeah, he's jersey worthy. Yeah, it was... Uh, it was a very entertaining game to watch, but just typical, you know, typical Lakers Wolves. It just didn't work out in the end. That's basically <laughs> how it's been forever and ever. Yep. The ghosts in the arena. <clears throat> Excuse me. Yeah, and only eight men played. So that's another note there again. No Chris Duhon, no Jordan Hill, no Eubanks. Nah. And with with World Peace out, you would have thought, uh, uh, what's his name? Devin. Eubanks, as you like to say. Yeah. Um, yeah we've yeah, got some. Eubanks. I just call him Eubanks. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's all right. <laughs> I was thinking about Kevin Eubanks, I think. That might be what's on my mind right now. <laughs> it's a night show on in the background or something. Mm hmm. Yep. It is. Well, there you go. What a guess. Uh, yeah, I would have <laughs> I would have thought he would have got some court burn, but uh, mm. nothing. Even, you know, Duhorn, okay, he's he's not he's not flashy, but he can hit a, no. he can hit the three. Mm hmm. Uh, you can get assists here and there too. Yeah, but and how many guys do you use? Five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Ten, yep. Steamer with a big seven minutes. <laughs> yeah, Steamer, there's one of those guys. He just pops up and he disappears and he pops up and he disappears. <laughs> oh, you got to love Dante Cunningham. He's one of my favorites on the Wolves. 
Ooh, yeah, I mean he is he is he's awesome. He's he's had he's had some quiet stretches of I mean of late, but then again also of late he's had these huge games like against LA. And yep. Only yeah un, under nineteen minutes still manages to get eighteen points. Is all over the place. Yep. He's the perfect player for a good or bad team. He's the guy you want on your team no matter what sta- uh, what stage of development your team is in. Yeah, he's he's not quite, but he's almost a glue guy. Mm-hmm. Almost. Almost. He's, he's, he's pretty close. Yep, yep. So. I'll uh, Haslam in Miami, those type of guys. But Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I've always been a fan of Haslam. Um, mm-hmm. but yeah, look, another guaranteed win for the Lakers. We, we mark that one. Ah. We mark it down every 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 season. First thing we do is we go to the calendar. When are we playing the Bulls? Well, there's four wins. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> pretty much. Oh, I'm, twenty-two. I'm just I'm just trying to stay up, Joey. That's all, mate. Uh, I'm gonna start crying now. <laughs> it's a it's a tearjerker. As the, I'm kidding. Yeah. Oh, you, maybe next time you might get us next time. It's <laughs> not <laughs> like the Chicago Cubs. <sighs> We'll just we'll just wait till next year, you know. How long has that been for the Cubs now? 100. It has been let's see, nineteen oh eight, so that would be one hundred. Wow. And yeah, hundred and five. Ooch. Do they, do they have any fans left? Believe it or not, yes, but they're all probably pretty much the type of fans that are agnostic. <laughs> you know, agnostic sports fans. Oh man. Hmm. Um, not a huge baseball fan, but you know. Oh. Yeah, we just had to throw that reference yep. in because we're the Cubs of we're the Cubs <laughs> when we play the Lakers. That's for sure. The Wolf Cubs. Hey, yeah, no, that's not working for me either. Nah, <laughs> <laughs> not the best one. No, uh, Steamy's back, or no, not Steamy. Buttinger's back. Yeah, not nice. I mean, just the role play you need, but it, it's he's the kind of guy that really helps when you're all healthy. You know. Yeah, that's the thing. He's there when he's there for when you actually have everyone, so you can actually hit some 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 long range shots. Be an actual yeah, well player that can stretch the floor, but yeah, well, I mean, too little, too late. Exactly right. He, he, I mean, if you've got Love and Pekovic on the floor, he's going to spread the floor for you. Mm-hmm. You know, he goes. You know, Pekovic needs a bit of room inside. I mean, it's just it's just a shame. Just again, the injury is one of those years, but. But, has been. but in saying that, you can't really say that you aren't competing. Like he's like there's no no one's questioning the Timberwolves, you know, saying, Oh, you guys are tanking. Like the Suns. Like everyone knows the Suns. Oh. But Oh my God. And I but hey, you know, credit to you guys, you're still competing, going out there trying to win games, not worrying about the draft position. Yeah, because we know Khan's not going to take the right player anyway. So, <laughs> oh, that's true. <laughs> Dare I? Oh, zing! Right? No, I look at me copying everything. <laughs> Hank, Hank's going to sue me. Oh. I know, he'll be right. He'll be right. <laughs> uh, that was that was the zing right there. Definitely. <laughs> yeah, he's. Uh, have you heard about our latest bet we've got going? Who's that? Oh, what's that? Well, I'm a big fan of Demarcus Cousins and. Hank's just oh, yeah. Hank just trolls trolls the internet looking for bad press <laughs> on Demarcus. So the bet is if Demarcus scores thirty points, uh, Hank has to slap himself on the show, like really really hard. Oh, and if he gets ejected and costs the uh, Kings a game, I have to slap myself. <laughs> oh man! 
Yeah, I'm a bit scared. I'm a bit scared, but should be right. Uh, yeah, DeMarcus is one of those crazy players that, you know, he's got that same, he, you know, kind of Derek Williams in a way with a big game, not so good game, but yep. his maturity levels is something something to be desired. Yeah, just, uh, he's still young though, still young, he's got to mature, that's all. <laughs> yeah, he's got a lot of, he's got a steep hill to climb with that one. We'll see what he's like when he's 30, you know, if he's wise. Yeah. I hope so. For for his sake, I hope so. He's he's a talented guy. Oh, he's got to get it right. Beast, he's a beast, man. The ceiling's high for that guy. He's just got to get his mind right. Mm-hmm. That's the that's the key. Then he can be jersey worthy. You know? <laughs> <laughs> that's the key. Yeah. But yeah. You, oh yeah. You Timberwolves, you, you can't you can't be accused of tanking. So I guess you know mm-hmm. that's and that's something to say for your culture too. Like, you know, yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd say Adaman's got something to do with that, and Rubio. Uh, just yeah, he does big time. Especially yeah, I mean, really, both of them. Yeah, I mean, Adelman's been you know he's had his long, long success in the NBA, except with Houston, but that was again the same reason injuries, injuries up the yin yang. <laughs> he got, <laughs> <laughs> but then Rubio's culture. I mean, that is fantastic. He's he's the perfect leader for a team, and he's what twenty two. Yeah, twenty two going on twenty three this year. Yep. And he is just uh man. <laughs> you gotta you gotta keep that kid around at all costs. I mean Pray, yep. Hmm. Yeah. There's your point guard for the next twelve, thirteen years, you know. Mm-hmm. I hope so. Yep, I hope so. This this team needs needs some needs some things to go their way, finally. He just has to and I think it'll come. Like he'll he's gotta get that jump shot. He's gotta just go and shoot five thousand shots a day or something. Like, <laughs> because if he can get that down and becomes a real threat, he's going to blow by people. Yeah, it would change everything. I mean, he when he does when he does drive the lane too. It's he's he's been capable of making some moves that are just absolutely eye popping. You're thinking, whoa, yep, where did that come from? And then, yeah, if if he develops the jump shot, then then all bets are off at how good he could become. He could be elite. Oh, uh, look, look, this is just twenty. 20 and 10, 20 and 12, he could be. Easy. Yeah, Easy. absolutely. He'd, he'd be up there with the, the, the top three, possibly. He might, very, very possible. He might be playing for the Lakers then, but still, he'd be elite. <laughs> oh, man. Look at you. Oh. Yep, yep, yep. Look at you. <laughs> oh, I got a, I got a scary, yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm horrified. One of them might go there. Oh, okay, dare I say that on Timberwolves Explosion. But... <laughs> Uh, look, possibility exists. I, I honestly hope, <laughs> I honestly hope uh, the Timberwolves keep Love and Rubio and Peck and build something. I'd love to see the Timberwolves get a title. I really would. So, I, I would too. Yep. Thank as, you for that. As you know, I do have a soft spot for the Wolves. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yep. That's the that's the cool part. You have a lot of knowledge with the with the Timberwolves. We had we've had extensive conversations, ladies and gentlemen, about you know, players that are as obscure as they get. Oh yeah, yep, yep. The the Chris, the Chris Smiths of the world. Yep, <laughs> Chris Smith, oh. Todd Murphy. Oh, which one? Oh, wait, say it one more time. Todd Murphy. Yes. Oh my goodness! Wow. Yep. Uh... What was uh? Yeah, I mean, yeah, we we went through a lot of them the uh, other day. There was Mike Brown, yeah, the big, the big brown bear, the big brown bear. The big looked like a bloody fridge with legs and no neck. He did, he did. He was he was funny. Oh, <laughs> uh, you've yeah, you've had some weird and wonderful players over the years. 
Mm-hmm. Andres Guibert. <laughs> Andres Guibert, yep. <laughs> tell, tell, us Frank, tell us Frank was one of my favorites. Yeah, was he a he was a power forward, right? Yeah, yep. Blanking, yeah, yep. Kind of a power forward center. Yeah, because back back in those days, we used to get a, a lot of uh, Timberwolves games on on our channel ten here because you know Longley was playing for you guys. Mm-hmm. Yes, that was the first Australian player. Yep, yep. So that's ninety two. Yep, that's why I've always had a soft spot for the Wolves. And um, yeah, then we had actually Shane Hill, an Australian point guard, go over there and um, play for you. Yes. Who uh, mm-hmm. he's the one who uh, touched up Charles Barkley and the uh, <laughs> and the USA team. We hit uh, hit eight three pointers in that exhibition game. Yeah, was that the the, the ninety six Olympics? Yeah, it was a warm up, right? Yeah, it was yeah. a warm up. Um, he after he hit his, like after he hit his like sixth, Barkley took his legs out, and Shane Hill's only six foot, but yeah, he's tiny. He's uh, he's from a he's from an area in Victoria here that it's, it's a town called uh, Lilydale. Mm-hmm. They breed him pretty tough up there, and uh, yeah, he, he Charles Barkley probably outweighed him by two hundred and fifty pounds and ten inches, but uh... <laughs> two hundred fifty. <laughs> <that's... laughs> oh, that's Chuck for you. I'll tell you what, uh, Shane Hill. <coughs> Shane Hill wouldn't have. Uh, he would have. He would have uh, loved to have taken Barkley on in a fist fight. That's just the way Shane Hill was. But he had, one thing about Shane Hill: he absolutely hated Gary Payton. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And I think for the Wolves, I think you guys played the the, the Sonics. I don't remember. We did. And I think Heel torched Gary Payton for five threes. Was that in the? Yeah, that was the playoff game, wasn't it? Uh, or, was it a playoff game? Or you think? Oh no, no, no. I, yeah, at first I thought you were like, thinking about the the playoff series we had, but I do remember that five. Yeah, the five threes was in the first half, I think. Yeah. Yep. And um, he was. He, he still talks about it now, and he's saying that uh, you know, like. Peyton was just jawing at him all game, and Shane, mm-hmm. Shane Hill loved that. So it's a shame he couldn't go further with the T Wolves. But um, yeah, that's why that's why I've got a soft spot. They always used to show Timberwolves games, and and that's why I remember all these uh, weird and wonderful players that you had, like Todd Murphy, <laughs> Scott Roth, and Scott Roth. <laughs> really old, yeah. He's one of the really early ones. Yep, yep. Um, if I remember correctly, who else did you have there? Wow, that heaps. Oh, right at- Chuck Person, yeah. Yes, yep, yep. That guy would hit. He would always launch those threes like near the like like around half court or so, like near the end of a quarter. Yep. And they'd go in and he'd act like he like he'd act like he won a title. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Didn't he though? Yeah, he did. That's, my, a, that's so true. That is so true. Yeah, my brother used to make fun of him and call him like you know like what an idiot and all that type of stuff. <laughs> like they're only down by fifteen. No. Yeah, you guys were terrible back then. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah, we were. Oh my goodness! I mean, they're all just one weird, random like player. Like, oh, hopefully this guy can fill in, you know, power forward or center. You know, yep. tell us Frank. You know, Mike Brown and there were uh, uh, Brad Sellers. Yep, Bob McCann. Bob McCann. Yep, Bob McCann. I do remember. The, yeah, he was aggressive. He was. He was aggressive. Um, who was? Uh, one guy I really liked for you guys was Doug West. Yes, yeah, he was one of the most uh, he was one of the most popular players for the longest time. Yep, and he was a, the faith of the franchise without a <laughs> without much of a franchise. <laughs> yep, yep, and he was a second round pick. Yeah, yes, he was. But uh, fortunately, I think he had a drinking problem, which got him in the end. I think big time. Yeah, he he was talking about how there was a time he even had 
was it it was Heineken that he that he drank like fifteen of them and then drove. Jeez. He's like, it's like uh, Doug, are you kidding me? Yeah, that's, <laughs> that is absolutely crazy. Yeah, it's like he it was it was such a mystery. Like, why did this guy go from a guy who could average nineteen points? He had a D, he had a really nice kind of mid range shot, and then all of a sudden he couldn't make anything. He just kept falling further and further out of the rotation. It's not like he was getting that old. He was getting to be about twenty nine ish, and it's like this guy can't shoot. Yep. I guess that's what it was. Yeah, yeah, and you know, back then there was no internet or anything like that. No, no, <clears> there <throat> so was a nothing. Got nothing really got out as much as it does today. Yeah, now it's a split second. Boom, you know, yep. major breaking news on Twitter. Yep, yep. But uh, was another guy I loved back back in the day was Pooh Richardson. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's another his, major historic name for the Wolves. Yep, twenty years ago. Yeah, but he wasn't actually. He was. Decent. He was a decent point guard. Mm-hmm. Uh, Michael Williams was another one I liked. He was. Now he's a guy who could have been really good. I think. I mean, he actually, the one year he actually was like healthy. His first year here, he was averaging what eighteen points, like nine assists or so, eight assists, nine assists. Yep. And then everybody thought he had plantar fasciitis. Yet it was some other very strange degenerative uh, condition where his heel, like, basically vanished. Yeah, disintegrated. Yep. Isn't that something? That is, that is unbelievable. It's like an arthritic uh, thing, kind of like what Roy had in his knees, where it just disappeared. Like what? Yeah, that's because he wasn't. I think he was about the same age, like twenty eight, wasn't he? Twenty eight, something like that. Twenty. Yeah. Yeah, but basically, right around kind of his mid to late twenties. Very talented guy. Next thing you know, he's out like forever. Yep. He was never the same. He missed about two or three years, and they kept trying to say, "Oh, he has plantar fasciitis." When it's like he, he was. Pissed off like three years later saying, I've been trying to tell you all this time. My heel's gone. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So he was basically walking on his bone. Yuck. Ouch. Yeah. Yeah, that's going to hurt. <laughs> wow. Yeah. But um, look, I, 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 I keep mentioning I'm going to post it and I will. Um, it's a YouTube, uh, a 60 Minutes, the Australian 60 Minutes did a story on Luke Longley back when he was drafted. Mm-hmm. I was about halfway through his rookie year, so um, I'll post it on the. If I can, I'll post it on your page. If not, I'll post it on mine. Oh yeah, and you can share it. And um, yeah, it's it's goes for about thirty five, forty minutes. And mm-hmm. yeah, a lot of uh, little Timberwolves fans. You know, if they speak to five, I think four bag him. <laughs> one one says he's okay. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, yeah, a lot of Wolves fans were kind of. Yeah, I mean, he 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 didn't have the greatest run here, I guess. For his for his for his draft position, was he eighth? I believe. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah so a bit bit high, bit high. But um, yeah. Uh, but you know, like I remember watching here. He had some games against um, you know, when he was playing against a quality center like Ewing or something. He had like fifteen and fourteen. He'd have like a little two or three game stretch where he showed what he could do, and then he'd just disappear again. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. He did have that nice mid range shot. Oh. Yeah, it was money. It was money. Chicago, yep. Luke. <laughs> Every time he touched the ball, just boom, you know, and then he'd make it, and they'd keep saying it. That was that was kind of cool. Yep, yep. He, uh, I just he, he like all Australian big men. He can shoot and he can pass. <laughs> yep, I, I Shane Heal. There you go. Ah, uh, well, you know Andrew Bogut. He, he Andrew Bogut. Oh, I, I don't think a lot of people over there realize just how well he can pass the ball. Like. Mm-hmm. He, for some reason, all our big men just get taught to pass the ball, and and I mean it's it's good. Don't get me wrong. I love, yeah. I love a good passing big man, but yeah, 
Um, much more fun to play with on a on a team like a big man that isn't a black hole, you know. Yeah, the old makes it old Kevin, makes a huge difference. Old Ke- huh? Kevin Willis style. Yes, oh, oh, black hole. Oh, yeah. oh big time, big time. Yeah, no, those those uh, Minnesota days were interesting. Interesting, very. Yeah, like I said, you had weird, wonderful players, and it was. I actually, it was, <laughs> it was it was fun to watch. It was fun to uh, sort of reminisce and go back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I love this. Yep, that was like. Uh, Knew all the like he had all this knowledge about the good old wolves. So it's like we gotta we gotta go down memory lane and Timberwolves explosion. Yeah. Yes. Yep. We we have to do it. We have to do it. So I made sure that we, that, we <laughs> that was that was fun. I enjoyed that. Yeah. yeah one one so now, one last one. One last one. Yeah. Yeah. Felton Spencer. Yep. <laughs> and that guy, that guy made me laugh. He's another one of those guys who was uh, you know kind of just a plodding. Just a plotting big man who just, you're wondering, why is this guy even in the league, basically, <laughs> at times? You know, who was a draft pick, first-round pick. Yep. And then he goes to another team that was good and had a, and carved out a nice niche over there in Utah. I was going to say, he goes to Utah and he plays a fair bit better. Yeah, yeah. He had, a res- he, he had a respectful, serviceable career, but Minnesota is like, this guy is the worst. Yeah. Used to drive me nuts. Yeah, I can I can imagine. I can imagine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so many others too. The Randy Brewers of the world. Mm. Uh, that guy's really old. Oh, Randy Brewer. Yeah. Wow. Seven foot four was he? Something like that. Yeah, he was really. He was one of those guys that's just too too tall. Yep. Yep. But he did have he did have a career high forty five one day for when he was playing for the Bucks, I think, or the Kings. One of those. He had a huge game. Yeah, he even had a big game with the Wolves once, and then it's just strange. <laughs> wow, these players. Jeez. Yeah, it's once in a while, you know, somebody blows up just that one night, and you're wondering, well, how did that happen? Yep. yep. Tony Delk's 50-point game. Yeah, he, that was that was a year where a lot of um, a lot of unexpected players dropped 50. Mm-hmm. Um, the year of the fifty. Yeah, it was. It was. I, I think I didn't. Um, Dana Barris do that as well one day. Drop fifty, like Dana Barris, really. 50. Oh yeah, yeah. You can drop and Andre Miller did it like two years ago. Fifty, <laughs> mm-hmm. really? Yeah, it d- doesn't make sense. Like, where does it come from? Yep. It's just one of those magical nights, and they kept feeding him. You know that you're always a. People are always, you know, it seems like they're they're allergic to feed the hot players sometimes. And then, in those cases, they they did what they should have done and they won the game. That's for sure. You feed, Most of the time, you feed, huh? feed the hot hand. You got to feed the hot hand. Yeah, big time. So now, as we slide briefly into what impressed and annoyed us with the Timberwolves this past week, I, I gotta I gotta get a name for this segment one of these days. I mean, yeah, we're trying to think anything. Up. Yeah, the the impressed and depressed. Yes, there we go. <laughs> yep, <laughs> the impressed and depressed topics of the wolves. Anything about the wolves that impressed you this week? Uh, look, just something that impressed me. Like I said before, just the fact that he's haven't given up. Uh, he's still competing. Mm-hmm. So I really, I really respect that. Uh, yep. There's nothing worse than watching a team that your own team, especially, and, and you know they're tanking. So, yeah, kudos to the Wolves for not tanking. Yes. Yes. <laughs> they, yeah, I mean, that's true. We, we've done it before when we had, uh, what was his name? 
Mark Madsen launched like eight three pointers at like like late in the game against I think it was Philly, some other really bad team at the time. Yep. And we, and, and we lost on purpose so we could get that one pick lower so we didn't have to give it away to the Clippers or something. It was something like that. Yep. Or we wanted we wanted to make sure there was no possibility type of deal. <laughs> I just yeah. I just. I just can't help but think that that can't be good for your, your whole franchise. And, and I keep saying that, that word culture. It just can't be good if you're doing that, if any club's doing that. No, that's, that's really bad for your for your team's culture, no doubt. Yep. It's, it's humiliating. Yeah. Phoenix Suns are, are an example. Yep, yep. Down in the valley. No. <laughs> no that valley is, that. The, the sun is set, that's for sure. Oh, yeah, yep. Mm. What about you? A, what about you, Mister Paladino? The Paladino was impressed with the play of <laughs> the play of a lot of the role players, like the Cunningham's and the Berea, Chase Buttinger guys, like that. Had a really hot week. I gotta think the the bench. I'm impressed with the bench. You could say that's one of the main things with the Timberwolves over the course of the week. I mean, Rubio always is going to get that. So. Yeah, really. That's kind of what I would say is the role players played very well during the course of the week, and yeah, I'll ride your coattails and say that you know they they haven't just walked off the court, and that's due to the competitiveness of the Ricky Rubios of the world. That guy is not not going to let this team lose, even though it doesn't mean all that much right now. Yep. So now the time for the depression. <laughs> what what depressed you about the Wolves? Uh, look. Not a great deal, but I will say the thing that does depress me is not seeing Chris Johnson get minutes. Oh yeah, it it it, it has me flabbergasted, really. Uh, you know, the kid's got range, his athleticism. I mean, he hasn't got super range. He's not going to go out to twenty feet, but he can hit the fifteen footer, and he's, super, he's got a mid range shot. He does. Oh, That's all right. He's super long, and and for God's sake, Adelman, play the man. Just yeah, play him if in his, in his, you're going to find out if he's just a decent role player or just a good player. Then you can sign him up and get rid of Steamer. Mm-hmm. That's the that's exactly what what. Uh, yep. So you and the forecaster absolutely of like mind in that deal. Like what what's the deal with with Adelman and Steamsma versus Chris Johnson? What's going on here? Yeah, I know. I know. I'd take. And someone will snap Johnson up. I'm tell- if you guys don't get him, someone will sign him. Yeah, he deserves that. I mean, if somebody doesn't sign him, they're, they're making a big mistake. Yep. He, he's a piece. You know, he's at least something. He's a nice reserve who can – I mean, what's the whole key about the bench in the NBA? It's about energy. Chris Johnson has energy. Yep. I mean, look, so, uh, look if Chris Anderson can get a contract, surely, <laughs> surely Chris Johnson – yeah, he would look good in the Miami Heat uniform right now, in in their eyes. No, he's, a lot of people might not want him there, but... <laughs> I don't want him there. <laughs> oh, no thanks. No, he, he would look good there for for them, definitely. He would fit in. Oh, yeah, because he, he looks like a, a, a guy, you know, unfortunately we haven't seen a lot of him, but he looks like a guy who could <laughs> really run the floor. Yeah, he looks... That's a... Yeah, it's a... Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> That's all right. Sorry. You go, you go. I was gonna say, yeah. The whole thing is he really—that's exactly like a point that you touched on right there. Is that's exactly what he does—is run the floor well. He's always way at the way ahead of everyone, which is unusual for a big man. Well, surely that's got to—you know—if if Khan is worth anything, surely he's got to see that. And the first guy that you 
pops into my mind is Rubio. So there's a guy who can run with Rubio. Bring him off the bench. He can run with Rubio and he can finish. Rubio's just got to throw that thing up there. That's it. Yeah, that, that's exactly he's, – he's exactly the kind of player you want with Ricky Rubio. Yep. Basically, you have a quarterback with a good arm in, in football, you, and you have a speedy receiver that can catch. Well, well, there you. That's kind of like, that's kind of like <laughs> adding one and two together, right there. Yep. Two and two together, I should say. Excuse me. Yeah. There goes my IQ. <laughs> <laughs> His IQ is seventy-five. Now, <laughs> oh, look, you know, you imagine you have Chris Johnson and and Williams because you know Williams is. Super athletic and runs the floor. You know you can pick your spots when you run because I know you know Kevin Love ain't running the floor to finish on an alley oop. No, he, that's that's the he's he's not exactly the fastest player out there. Pekovic Peck's not running. a little bit. Huh? <laughs> Is Peck running? Is he running? A little bit, not that much. <laughs> no, a little bit. He's he's definitely not the alley oop type. You know, he once in a blue moon. Like, just dunk the ball, Pekovic, please. Every time I watch now, like he, I like I said, I've watched the first two quarters of the Lakers tables, like I said, and Rubio got him the ball and he laid it in. Every time now I can hear you and Marcus going, just dunk it, just dunk it. <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty much what it's like. Uh, uh, that's pretty much what it's like. Why is he not dunking it? Uh, oh, it's it's fun watching a game with him. It's hilarious. Yeah. It is pure comedy, ladies and gentlemen. But I like him. I like him a lot. Oh yeah, Pekovic. Yeah, yeah, he's got the ability. Yep. It's funny too. The part that drives me crazy, but I mean, it's also the, just the way it goes. When Love is in there, he only get like six rebounds. He's he's got like the Derek Williams syndrome. Once Love is in there, yeah, and then then when Love is out, he's he's Kevin Love. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, wait, wait a minute, identity crisis. Yeah, and that's the thing. When Love's in there, there's not many rebounds left over for anyone else, is there? No, it's like love twenty five, uh, Peck one, uh, Derek Williams uh, zero, uh, uh, Rubio six. No, <laughs> yeah, Rubio gets in there. Love that kid, man. I love that kid. He does. He, he's he's a franchise player. Believe it or not, for no, no, no. I I believe it. Absolutely, you got one mm-hmm. for sure. Him and love. Yep. Just just got to keep them together. Keep them together. Yeah, we got yeah because we we couldn't do it last time the Garnett Marbury thing. This is the time, you, golden opportunity. Keep them together, please. Yep. So it is time for the Lone Wolf and the Johnny Flynn Memorial, the best and the worst for the Timberwolves in this brief little two game stretch. Well, I uh, I don't think this has ever happened before on TE, so. I'm going to give probably the first ever co-lone wolf, which makes no sense at all because it's a lone wolf. (laughs) (laughs) The co-wolf. I'm going to give it to Rubio and Peck. Ooh, there you go. What? Okay, I'm sorry. Well, well, it's only two games, and like it was too easy just to give it to Rubio. Mm -hmm. So, and you know, Peck's not only has he scored, he's got the the job done on the rebounding. So. I had to. I had to give him some props, you know. Mm-hmm. It's funny because I was thinking just about the same thing there, but <laughs> oh boy, I just don't want to come off as a copycat. I'm going to give it to Steamsma. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I got. Yeah, I mean, I have. I have to give it to Rubio again, just because. Just because I, I, I just have to do it. He, it's, he, he's on a Miami Heat type type streak right now. 
Kimberly's explosion. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm, I'm going to give it to Rubio one more time. Uh, he, he is the... He's the heart that pumps the blood for this team. There's no doubt about it. That's, good way. That's a good way of putting it. That is good. Can I use that on my show? Oh, yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it, it works. There's, there's, there's no copyright. Yeah. yeah, look, I don't think anyone can argue with uh, with us giving it to Rubio. Mm, nope, nope. There's, there's, there's no way anybody could. If they do, they're going to be... Uh, well, <laughs> they're going to get the brain fart award. <laughs> excellent choice, Joey. If I, oh, excellent choice. <laughs> Copyright infringement. <laughs> mm, I can't help it. You, you guys can tell I love the court side, can't you? Yeah, yeah. We appreciate all the shout-outs and, and, and the love you send our way. It's good. We love it. Yeah, thank you. I, I, I appreciate it coming back our way as well as you – they, yep, Vince likes to shout out. Hank likes to shout out to us as well. Thank you so very much. And yeah, no, we love to eat in, in uh, Australia. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, we'll keep spreading the word about the court side too. You haven't done uh, you haven't done one of your famous uh, Australian accents. Uh oh. <laughs> <laughs> I had a really good one actually when I was, when I was testing out the Skype. Yeah. Because the the test call, I, I believe it's a like a British woman. Yeah, it is. Yeah, <laughs> I couldn't help it. Uh, I just—it was like about thirty seconds long. Oh man! I, by when I was because I sometimes I put on um, your show while I'm I'm just cleaning up the house with with the missus, and uh, it was one of those episodes where you did. Uh, I asked you to do an Aussie accent. Mm-hmm. I told her, "Listen to this, listen to this," and we absolutely cracked up laughing. It was so funny. <laughs> We love nice. It's so funny. We love hearing Americans try to do an Australian accent. <laughs> Joey, that's not even close. <laughs> it's not. It's not too bad, actually. Like, no, yeah. Some people way, way overacted out, and it's like, ah, oh, that's no. That sounds stupid. <laughs> like if you look at Robin Williams, if when he does it, he's not too bad. But uh, mm-hmm. sometimes he just goes just a bit too over the top with it. But uh, no, nah, it's funny. yeah. A lot of it's a funny thing to watch. It's a funny thing to watch. Oh, yeah. I mean, like, people try to do the Minnesota one. It was uh, Kurt Russell in the movie Miracle. <laughs> yeah. He, that was some, some overacting, too. Just a little bit. Just a little bit of overacting. Kurt Russell. We don't we don't say alone. You know, it's like, <laughs> what the heck is this? Oh, that goofball. Oh, man. Talent alone. It's like, what are we, Irish? <laughs> Jeez. Oh, that's funny. That's funny. <laughs> oh, Trying to think of how I said it now on the Skype. Uh, it's more like trying to record a basketball show here. Come on. <laughs> this bloody mic ain't working. <laughs> it's not bad. It's not bad. Uh, yeah, I got. <laughs> I still got to keep practicing, right, by listening to the shows. That's it. That's it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, funny. Oh, yes. So, any final thoughts you'd like to, to offer? Oh, actually, we got to give out our Johnny Flynn. Uh-oh. The Johnny Flynn Memorial. Yes. We should, infamous we should, Johnny Flynn. We should point out that it's he's not he's not dead. <laughs> he's just it's a memorial of his time with the wolves. Yes, yep, yep, that's the key. Yep. To, yeah, we're we're remembering how disappointing he was. So it's like <laughs> we, we, we we remember it every time we look at the whoever disappointed us during the course of the week. Yep. That's the key. I should say that uh, Johnny Flynn's played his last game in Australia. Oh, what happened? Oh no, like um, he missed the last two rounds uh, because uh, we call them rounds here. 
Um, yeah. Yep. Uh, he had some injury. I can't remember what it was. I think it was a groin or something. Oh. So he missed those two games and it probably cost his team a playoff spot. Ah. Oh. So but it wasn't just his fault. The other import, uh, American Seth Scott, he injured himself as well. He was a pretty good player. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, he's played, his, familiar. He's, hmm. he's played his last game and um, probably won't be back in Australia because the money, you know, the money's not great here for a guy. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, I don't want to say a guy of his stature, but he, <laughs> he, commands, he commands a fair bit of cash. So he pretty much came out here as a favour to the coach because he got the same agent. So, oh, I see. Mm. But you know what? He didn't really tear the league up like I thought he was going to. So, but that's a, yeah, that, that's another story for another day. I don't want to digress too much. But yeah. <laughs> that's that's Flynn for you. There we go. <laughs> yeah, Wolves fans know about that. Yep. Yep. Mm, yeah. Do you have a disappointment or like? A- I do. I do. Uh, look, I don't want to give it to this kid because I I'm a fan of him. Uh oh. But. Lexi Schwed is, st- <laughs> is stinking up the joint, and not only has he hit the rookie wall, I think he's, I think the whole building's collapsed on him. Mm-hmm. Um, but I still stick to my guns. I still say Ru- uh, Rubio, uh, Rick Adelman, just play the kid and play the kid. Live with these mistakes. Live, live with the bad uh, shooting percentage. Just play him and develop him. It'll pay off for next season. I'm sure of it. Yeah, I mean that's the hope. He needs that. He needs the off season to. He needs that off season to kind of to develop his game and, and in a lot of ways develop that shot. It looked good early on, and then it just kind of disappeared. Obviously, he needs the off season more than anything to bulk up as well. Yeah, he's got to be. He's got to drink those protein shakes like <laughs> like like his life depends on it. Yep. Time to toughen up. I mean, uh, Rubio did that. He was, he came in the league pretty skinny last year. He looks, you know, he's not he man yet, but he's put on he's 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 put on some muscle and it's noticeable. And, yep. And his personality kind of had changed from it. So it 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 definitely is a factor when a player does hit that hit hit the weight room and their their confidence level changes dramatically. Yeah, well, you know, it gives you more confidence to probably, you know, a kid like Schwed to drive in and take a hit a bit better, you know, have, mm-hmm. have that body control. Yeah, definitely. You know, because always he gets beat up. I mean, yeah, and really, ultimately, my my Johnny Flynn was headed in that same direction. I promise I'm not riding coattails. <laughs> but, yeah, like, yeah, like me and Marcus tend to do that a lot. Because, I mean, not, not intentionally, just kind of... It's just one of those things where, well, it's it's definitely this guy, you know. Yep. This 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 guy's definitely the the winner or well the loser. You could say of the week, Alexi Schwad. Yeah, looks overmatched. I mean, he 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 did have a seven assist game against Detroit. That's nice. Yep. But you know, it was one of those nights where everybody's shots falling. So I guess your assist numbers might pop up when when Rubio's being rested because he's not needed. So. Yeah, that's right. Look, mm-hmm. I've got complete faith in in. Uh... Schwed, I think, I think it'll be, he, he's got the goods. He's got too much talent. It's it's just whether he wants to, like you said, bulk up. Uh, yes, work, work on the shot. So we'll see how much he wants it in the off season. You know, I'm sure you guys in uh, Minnesota will hear if he's working hard or not. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, yep. That's the whole. I mean, that's the whole key. He's got to. 
it's basically one of those things. He's one of those fines that, I mean, David Kahn actually did make a good fine. Just, just one. <laughs> I mean, he makes a couple, but I mean, he, I mean, Rubio fell on his lap. Williams. Well, yeah, he's the only guy you're going to take it to. So, I mean, he's one of those moves that could look good for Kahn. Yeah. Well, <laughs> well, out of a million, out of a million tries, he's got to get one right, doesn't he? Yeah, I mean you're, <laughs> you, you. It's basically he's that baseball player with the blindfold on and swinging. You know, if if there's such a thing, I don't know if that exists, but oh, once in a while he might make contact. Yeah, yep. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so yeah. Poor old Alexi gets uh, the Johnny Flynn medal. Mm-hmm, the Johnny Flynn Memorial, Johnny Flynn medal. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I I I agree though that he can definitely develop into a into a very good player. I'm glad I'm glad he's here. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I, I, I you know, I, I give you and Marcus a bit of stick sometimes on Twitter, saying you're, I think you're a bit harsh on the kids sometimes. And here I am giving him a Johnny Flynn award. <laughs> that is pretty funny when you think about that. <laughs> but in, oh, but in saying that, I, I haven't lost. It's not a, it's not a sign that I've lost confidence in Shved. It's, it's just you know, it's a, it's a combination of things. He's hit the wall. He's, he's just a kid, and yep, uh, I'm sure he'll come good. Mm-hmm. He's just not just not muscular enough for the league right now. Well, you look at uh, partially. I think back to Gary Payton. Mm-hmm. He, he was a number two pick, and his rookie year uh, weren't great numbers by any stretch. Mm-hmm. So no, they they really weren't. And I think Shved Shved was, was at one stage was at ten points a game. So uh, yeah. if I'm a rookie coming in averaging ten points a game, I'm happy. Yeah, I mean, he was looked on as one of the top, I believe he was, yeah, he was looked on as a top five, top three rookie for a while there Yep. until the rookie wall. And I think the part, part of it was the ankle injuries as well. Yeah, So yep. he, he had a couple of nagging injuries that slowed him down and it just kind of, it really set him back for the rest of the year, unfortunately. Yeah, yep. But yeah, as you say, you should be glad he's there. I, I, even if he becomes a really good six man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a win. That's a win for you guys. That'd be nice. It's definitely a win. Uh, free agent, just a random, you know, I mean, free agent, undrafted free agent. There you go. Yep. yep. A very good one. <laughs> for sure. So with that, yeah, do you have any final thoughts you'd like to add? Any shout outs? Uh, no, I don't really. I usually only shout you guys out. And uh, I, <laughs> I, I, I do like to shout out that basketball show, but um, hopefully they yeah. pump, pump out a show. Soon, old uh, D train. What is it, D train? Mister train? <laughs> uh, v train. Yeah, V train and Pumper. Sorry, sorry, V train. Yeah, V train and Pumper. Get a show out, boys. Yeah, we missed you guys. We do. Yep. There's no doubt. It's like, who's that again? That basketball. Oh yeah, it's 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 that basketball show. Wait, what's it called? Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, that was that was a great show. Yeah, good lads. Good was is. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Forgive me for the was there. That's not a yeah. I don't want to call it a was just yet. Mm. I'm, I'm sure they'll be back at some stage. I hope so. Yep. Come back. All right. Yep. So then there's this <laughs> Rip City Bad Boys. Uh, yeah. Leave the hype. Yep. Such good shows. I, I do listen to both of those shows. I, I uh, only just recently got into Rip City Bad Boys. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think uh, one of the shows. Uh, I think it's Kalen and, and Tristan. Is it? Yeah, uh, Keelan King. Yep. Keelan King uh, said that uh, they were the, I think, number two basketball podcast downloaded in Australia or something like that. What? No. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's pretty good. That was pretty good. That's amazing. Yeah, yeah, Tristan Mayer. Yep, Keelan King. Yeah, it's. 
That is quite a that is quite an accomplishment. Yes. Uh, mm. I don't even know how they found that out, but uh, I wonder where Timberwolves' explosion is. Two hundredth? No. <laughs> I'm sure you. I'm, no. I'm sure you're in the top three. Yes. Oh, I I hope so. Yeah. Like, no, I don't know how they found that out either. Be interesting. Interesting. Um, yeah. Yeah. Good. Mm. It's a good show. I love it. Love it. The real. Yep. And watch out for f bombs. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. Yeah. F bomb leading. So with that, really, um, if there's nothing else, it's more. Uh, yeah, Timberwolves is available on thesportstuff.com. Do check out that website. There's also the the uh, NBA crossover. For some reason, I've been getting that mixed up with courtside lately. But, uh, yeah, they talk about the Knicks and Nets. So the New York market right there coming right out of Australia as well. <laughs> so that's another show. If you're obviously an avid basketball fan, do check it out. You don't have to be a fan of the teams. Just be a fan of the show. Yes, that's what it's all about. Exactly right. Mm-hmm. So again, thanks everybody for listening. Do check out the shows we mentioned, and keep stay with us. I gotta thank Vince Germano. Will return again, possibly very soon. It was absolute absolute blast, Joey. Had so much fun. Oh, thank you so much. Yeah, thank you so much. And the the possibility exists that uh, does the possibility exist that Paladino will be on the court side soon? Absolutely, absolutely. We're working on it. As we speak. Yep, so the so the so the rumor is still alive. Yep, it's been floating around. <laughs> <laughs> the rumor is well and truly alive and it will be fact. Yes. So the possibility does exist that Paladino on the court side will be will be well together for at least one episode and who knows. <laughs> yep, absolutely. And um I imagine the checks in the mail, Joey, is it? Yeah. Oh yeah, I've heard about that. Yes. <laughs> I've heard about that, but let's see. Let's see. What is the amount here? And I can't say on the air how much, but yes. Okay. Let's have to get your address first. <laughs> Just as long as I can get a happy meal, I'm happy. <laughs> oh, I wish they could make you happy. No. no it just made me made me fat. Ah, no, it's, yep. it's been uh, it's been uh, loved it. Absolutely loved it. Yeah. It was a blast. Yeah, I, I agree. This is great. I can't wait to do it again. Anytime you need me, just shout out, brother. All right, for sure. So everyone, do, again, we will be back on the air probably, hopefully within a week. Do be aware the possibility exists that I may miss a week or two uh, coming up with a busy schedule with the lawn cleanups coming up. So some of you out there know about that. (laughs) So that's just a warning. The show is not, I'm not quitting. I'm not running away and forecaster better get back on here at some point too as well. (laughs) It would be nice. But uh, just do be aware of that. So with that, we are going to call it a day, and we'll be back sooner rather than later.